last episode of our Court of Blades miniseries. This series and game have been a ton of fun, and I want to encourage everyone who's enjoyed it to pick up a copy of Court of Blades for themselves. In addition, please check out our other podcasts, The City That Never Dies and Love and Hellfire, and consider backing us on Patreon. Consistent financial support keeps our shows going and makes miniseries like this possible. Next, Fabi of Love and Hellfire is going to tell us about this month's featured charity. Hey everyone, it's Fabi to talk to you about a charity. The Tribute Center is a San Antonio center and shelter for LGBTQ plus youth 18 to 24 experiencing homelessness in San Antonio, Texas. They provide emergency shelter, housing support, and cage management. Uh, I lived in San Antonio for a decade. It was the city that I came out uh, uh, came out in as a trans woman. It's not the most trans-friendly city in the world. Knowing that queer homeless youth have a place to stay is something that they have something to fall back on is super important to me. You can donate by going to tribeyouthcenter.com slash donate. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-Y-O-U-T-H-C-E-N-T-E-R.com slash donate. As always, please continue to work within your communities to advocate for and defend the rights of everyone to live in freedom, safety, and happiness. Now then, let's get started, shall we? Anyway, yeah, so Lucy spills everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... We're going, right? Well, yes, but what do we do? Oh. I say let them kill um. each other and sweep in to clean up what is left. Hmm, well... <sighs> I mean, in this case, we want to make sure that Apollo wins, right? We just I, need to make sure that Apollo doesn't lose. Is, uh, I see where you're coming from, Inanna, but uh, Apollo Brizzolato is not my favorite person, but he is a stabilizing force in the twist. And if he dies, it's open warfare. Is he truly a stabilizing force if he would sell out the city seemingly at the drop of a hat? What happens if we tell the other princes? Hmm. Would they believe us? We don't have anything to lose if they don't. Reputation. Frankly, I am liable to think some of them might seek to use the prince to their own ends. In fact, I am almost positive that is happening already. I think it's none of our business. We should go and tell the prince. Uh, Of course, she means their prince, Batalia, uh, what we know, and let ev- let that, that's that's on them, right? Who, what, who they tell, how they decide to share that information, if they want to rally the troops, or whether they want to go with something covert. I think largely, we she, she's she's firmly in the uh, the vein of we should do what um, our higher ups tell us to do. We should take it to them, and whatever they say, that's what we should do. So she, <laughs> what's that? What's the word for that? Her, there's a little bit of house loyalty, I think. Okay. I am not averse to this. Yeah, out of character, we've got uh, Inanna 
is let them fight dot gif. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy is let's take it to Prince Batalia and let's file and, the paperwork. Yeah, let's file <laughs> the paperwork and, and see what they say we should do about it. Alessa wants to keep Brizolato alive to maintain stability in the twist. What, where's Aurelia coming down on this? Aurelia is like, if you want chaos, let's make it more chaotic for them. That seems to be their desire as far as she's parsed it. So that's why I tell the other princes and let them all fight it out. Mm. Woo. So I think I'm, I'm siding with, or Lucy's siding kind of with Alessa on this one, where I, it's important that Brizolato win. And, but I think that Lucy's hedging the bets that Prince Batalia is going to agree that the best thing to do is to quietly ensure that Brizolato wins. So that's where Lucy is. Hmm. But she doesn't want to, she doesn't want this coming back on them in, in a bad way. If it, if it, if something shakes down in any way that doesn't work out and we have to like explain that we knew about it, like we're going to get like flogged through the streets with like eels and they're never going to let us back. Oh no, it's not eel festival. <laughs> I am not averse to bringing all this to our superiors and resting on their judgment. But I just see an opportunity to remove many traitors to the city, not ensure at least one sticks around. Eh. People like Brizolato play a critical role in the ecosystem of a city like Ilrian. It's true, there has to be King Dirtbag. Mm-hmm. Up until the opportunity presents that itself to not. Well, this seems to be him acting out of fear. And to be fair, from what Lucy's saying, it looks like he's taking the first opportunity that he's getting to try and strike back. Mm. It's just probably not going to work. So Brizolato is indeed a stabilizing force down in the in the twist. Um, most of the... Uh, Crime. I mean, if you're going to have crime, let it be organized crime, right? Everything is kind of like he's got his thumb on the scale, um, ensuring that uh, nothing gets out of hand. Everybody at the end of the day owes allegiance to um, to Don Brizolato and nothing happens in the twist. None of the none of the hostilities get outside of the twist without you know his say so. That being said, he's in many ways trying to go not legit, but at least have the the appearance of being honest to goodness gentry. Mm. Um, he's kind of trying to buy his way into the aristocracy of Ilrian, and then he would be like the eighth house of the city. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. So a prince in all but actual title, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who wants to file paperwork and who wants to see what happens and try to explain ourselves afterward? I, if I, mean, I must it, choose, it, I choose the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us seem to be in favor of telling at least one or more princes about the situation. Sure. So that makes sense. Let's start with ours and go from this there. Is, this is bigger than us, right? Is that the, is that the, the major feeling among the coterie here? Is that what has your appetite for toasted ravioli? Yeah, like, this is so... Down? It's so much bigger than Lucy. Lucy's like, I, I, I want to, I want to go play my loot. What are we doing? <laughs> I wanted to go to a party, but instead it exploded, and then the prince's house exploded, and now maybe the twist will explode. Genuinely, like, what are we doing? I feel like Aurelia sees this as individual actors being foolish and wasting resources. Yeah, 
She oh. she is not seeing it as bigger than anyone. It's just two groups of people trying to kill each other because they forgot why they were trying to kill each other. Sure. I mean, you know, that's right? that's politics, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. she's she's got a role in that ecosystem. <laughs> she understands it, but <laughs> Yeah. For sure. So, do we find ourselves back at Hospitalia in the Grand Gate um trying to to, you know, pass this up the chain? Who who will I remember we had Giancarlo was kind of like our our go between, a, a member of the house. Uh, yeah, do we have well, anybody else? Giancarlo is is our our spy master, but as I recall, he's currently embedded with Corvetto. That's correct. You are correct. So we all um, have contacts within the house. Who's closest to the prince? I'm, I'm uh, my contact within the house is the seer. So mm-hmm. that's probably close. the person who's dating their daughter. Oh well, <laughs> he's complicated. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> it's, it's complicated. Well, but like, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. None of us know that Aurelia is dating Lucy. R- right, is, but we were is, talking is, out is dating of character. Juliana. <laughs> right, right, right. All that we know in character is, well, Aurelia is Juliana's bodyguard. Sometimes. So you should be able to to get us mm-hmm. an audience, right? Uh, and. I actually do have something else Inanna wants to do, but I think it can wait until after this scene. All right. No, you can't. You can't leave with that. You got to spit it out. Like- <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out where it where it slots in. I just need to need to know what you need uh, to do. Well, at some point, she wants to go back to uh, Ren's place by herself and have a chat. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. I think we might need to resolve that first. What do you guys think? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I, I kind of like the idea that the scenes are happening simultaneously. Yeah, definitely. Oh, perfect. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Inanna is like, yeah, you all go report in. Oh. <laughs> I have to go do mysterious Mis- curse things. Who Mis- yes. doesn't think it's suspicious that Inanna refuses to go with us? <laughs> or like, <laughs> I'm like, I will patrol outside. Cannot be too careful. <laughs> I, don't oh my know. God, I mean, I, I feel like this is pretty normal for Anana, yeah. to be honest. She's not she's as old a watcher and weird and paranoid. Anana's <laughs> <laughs> been doing this for a long time. They get set in their ways. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 all yeah. right. Well, cool. So, Luciana, Alessa, and Aurelia are going to go report in. Anana is skulking off on an errand of her own, but. Um, so are we using Juliana as a as a way to to get an audience with the prince? Ooh, that's juicy. We haven't seen mm-hmm, Juliana in mm-hmm, a minute. Mm-hmm. Twould seem so. Okay. Yes, yes, All yes. Right. So Juliana's not here. Um that makes prying a lot harder. So Juliana is <laughs> is actually back in the roses. She's been out for the day. Um I think that you are getting like her uh, like her lady's maid, I suppose. Oh, is it the one that Aurelia made cry that one time? It is, in fact, the one that Aurelia I'm, made cry that one this. time. <laughs> uh oh. So this is this is Isolde, and um, you were oh. sharp. You were, you were very sharp and short with her, and told her to be more careful, and that you know terrible things could have happened. And this is where Juliana, after you made Isolde cry, uh, told you uh-huh, that you forget uh-huh. yourself, uh-huh. if you recall. Now, Isolde is professional, crisp, and uh, and and says that she will relay a message. But Juliana is is not here, and more is 
decidedly not speaking. Hey, quick question. Does this lady's maid know the situation? No. Okay. How? But we can talk about that later. (laughs) Because you and Juliana are circumspect, right? Right, but... Do you think that she knows the situation? I guess when you say lady's maid, do you mean someone Mm -hmm. who helps her get dressed in the morning and undressed in the evening? Or someone who just kind of cleans up after her as she goes about her business? So this is this is part of like a staff, right? I think that Juliana has like 10 or 20 of these these ladies who wait on sure. her, right? I don't think Isolde is like morning and night, you know, get them dressed, get them, you know, uh, undressed person. Is there someone who is? Absolutely there is. Name them. Um, I think there is a, a slightly older lady's maid. Her name is Catherine. Catherine. Mm-hmm. And I think she is the one that is closest to Juliana. She knows mm-hmm. by mistake. Oh, no. Like, okay. after a certain point, you cannot explain your presence in a lady's private chambers without sure. explaining exactly what's going yep. on. <laughs> so, so Catherine is basically stepping up behind Isolde here, putting a hand on her shoulder and saying, there are dishes to be cleared. <laughs> and Isolde, you know, looks over her shoulder at Catherine, and Catherine gives her a very crisp, curt nod. And then, you know, Isolde curtsies and leaves. And Catherine leans in and is like, oh, it's a bit of trouble, isn't it? I need to know where she is. She went out for the day, through the firefly, the trinket, and the rose. I heard tell that she had business errands to run, things like that. She took uh, Caspian as bodyguard. There is important business. That we need to discuss with the prince. I raised the prince since he was a swaddling babe. I can probably get you an audience. Why did she take Caspian? I don't know. I don't presume to know. I think Aurelia gives her a look. <laughs> yeah, I think I think at this point it feels like um, it feels a little bit like she's clearly distracted because we, here we are, Catherine saying we'll get you an audience. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Let's go. And then like, but why did she go up? Up? Oh. Oh. Yeah, like, are, have Lucy and Alessa, like, been here the whole time, like, in the background? <laughs> oh my god, okay. So, why did she take Gaskin? I feel, I feel like we're, like, far enough back that, like, we didn't hear, like, like, I feel like parts of this conversation we haven't caught, but, like, some of it, like, when, when Catherine's like, oh yeah, I can get you an audience, we're like, oh, great. And then the conversation keeps going, and Lucy and Alessa are just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 Catherine's word on it. She, uh, I think she reaches in and like, if you'll let her, she like puts a puts a hand on like your forearm and gives you a squeeze. And she kind of like her face is. I mean, she's she's an older lady, but she's got this very earnest expression on her face. And she gives you a squeeze and she says, "It's not my place to know." I think Aurelia kind of like jerks her arm out of this. It, I, I don't think it's a tight grip, but just kind of like jerks away from the empathy that she's receiving here. (laughs) I'm going to inflict level one harm, heartbreak. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. Um, Let me just make a note of that real quick, uh, because I think I know what's going to happen next. I don't know. I don't think it matters if Aurelia knows that Alyssa and Lucy are like around. I think she turns heel and just marches out of the the manse battalia 
and goes in search of Caspian and Juliana. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. <laughs> and then there were two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just picturing Alessa and this Yana just walk, watching her march away. And, Ka- and then Alessa just. And Catherine, Catherine. Oh, the poor dear. <laughs> I have bloody but unbowed. I ignore level one harm penalties. You do? Yep. Cool. So I'm just not going to make a note of the level one harm that you gave me. No, you, you, you still need to mark it so that if you get another level oh. one and then another level one, it becomes a level two. Okay. Mm-hmm. They still stack. Right, 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 right. Yeah, plus I think it's more like you are you are able to uniquely focus through it, but it still exists. Yeah. I see. So it's just, I can ignore. Great. Yes. Right. That Usually you get less effect when it comes to social things because you're heartbroken. Yeah. But instead, you are <laughs> all about business. Extremely effective. You can... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you're powering through it. I am no less effective for having my heart ripped out of my chest. Do the other two follow Aurelia? Or are you just kind of like, what is happening? Well, what I'm what I was picturing is that like Alessa just sort of turns and watches Aurelia walk away. She's mad. Like, I think Lucy has seen Aurelia this mad before. <laughs> They're siblings, so it it makes sense, but Stands to reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it takes it takes a personal affront. Like, yes, okay, Aurelia is a bit of a loose cannon. She gets mad at the drop of a hat. But for her to become this angry after a conversation, something personal is taking place. Oh, no. What what I'm picturing is, like, well, like, I think first Alyssa just sort of looks at Lucy, like, um, what? (laughs) She's gonna go pick a fight. (laughs) Should... Should we stop her, or should we try to go make that report? Um, do we want to split up? If you if you want to go and if you want to go back up, Aurelia, I can I can go and make the report because I don't want to leave Aurelia going alone. She looks really mad. About to kill some folk. Lucy, I am deeply flattered that you think that I can stop Aurelia. No, no, you just have to. Stop! Oh, that's actually. Oh no, you might actually have to stop her. She. she <laughs> I cannot stop Aurelia. Anana probably could. I feel like an Anana and Aurelia could go toe to toe. I would get just flattened. <laughs> so let's flash over to where Anana is. Anana. <laughs> You're gonna go see Ren, right? Uh huh. Okay. I so, think I want to oh, go right back no! to their booth, stride right, right in, and take a seat. <laughs> sure. And I think I'm so afraid right Ren, now. Ren gives you the elevator eyes, right? Because like Ren, Ren was already in flight when you came crashing through the ceiling at the ball, right? Uh huh. I don't think that I don't think that Ren places you, but you've got that air about you that you're bad news. Uh-huh. We've already established that Ren does not like lounge in the in the palanquin. Like Ren is almost sitting at attention, almost soldierly, mm-hmm. um, in the way that they, they hold themselves, waiting for business to happen. But you're not the appointment. What do you think Ren's what shift comes over Ren when you walk in? Do you are you hoping that Well, I do want to mark off a blood chilling glare oh, to good. like keep them where they're at. Perfect. Yeah, Ren is not going to jump out the back here and and pull <laughs> a runner, despite how terrifying 
you know, yeah, the revenant because Inanna's not coming in with sword drawn. She has no. her hands clasped behind her back, stops for a moment to look down at Ren, and then takes a seat across from them. So mm-hmm. I'm coming in with business face on, but also trying to establish dominance a bit. Right. <laughs> and you basically nailed Ren to the to the cushion with this with this glare. <laughs> but they lick their lips and okay, well let's hear it. Throwing around words like popular revolution, put the city back under one ruler, while me and my kind exist. This is a very foolish thing to do. Oh. And I especially cannot get behind it. When it is a prince who cannot even show their face. The city was one with faces bare and blood on our blades. Can your prince do the same? Not my prince. Our prince, first of all. No, not mine. Fine. Our non-inclusive of present company. (laughs) She allows the side of her mouth to quirk up a little bit. We would have another... City of bare faces, but rather than blood on our blade, maybe some peace, some harmony, and where everyone is treated as an equal. Wouldn't you rather be an equal than a whatever you are? No, I became what I am by choice, for her sake and her vision. To stop tyranny, right? Yes. Why do we allow so many tyrants? Ren, since you were ostensibly the steward of Alessa's heart for a time. I will let you know this. The houses and their princes disgust me, but I will not allow another dread emperor to come to pass. Whether your prince succeeds in his task or escapes, if he wishes to take the throne, he will have to do it barefaced and come through me. Tell him this. I'll tell him. She nods and gets up. Perfect. I love that. Um... Cool. So now we've got uh, got some extra extra information in play because now the Prince of Tatters knows that there's a curse that is um, uh-huh. <laughs> standing. And I'm like, if you succeed, you're going to have to duel me one on one for 1v1. it. One v one. Meet me outside, Denny's. One v one. You won't <laughs> meet me in the Ber- Bersalotti's parking lot. That's right. <laughs> so this is. This is at this point a familiar, familiar shot setup um, in this particular series. We're following over uh, Aurelia's left shoulder through, you know, the bustle and the crowd of the of the streets of the trinket and into the Firefly, uh, kind of the southern section of the city, which is mostly, you know, shopping and cafes, and it's it's aggressively upper middle class um, or up and coming middle class, right? But um, I think that like crowds are are kind of a big press, but not for you. Just because, well, I mean, you've got that Bravo panache, right? Just push people out of the way, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just kind of, I'm on, you know, I'm on what the kids colloquially call the warpath. The warpath. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So on the warpath, like, um, I think that, so is it is it something that you see or something that you hear that, uh, that you know, causes you to stop and know that you're there? Ooh, I think it's something that I see. Something that you see. Okay, I'm gonna float a float a a scene that we're gonna be seeing from from Aurelia's eyes for just a second. You feel free to veto and say that that this isn't uh, this isn't working for you. But what I'm seeing is you see Juliana, and she's in you know a gown, but with like a very broad sun hat. 
um, as it is, you know, starting to get toward uh, summer here. She is being followed by um, Caspian. Caspian is, you know, dressed in, you know, tooled leather and looking like a uh, like a dashing rake. And they are having a quiet moment, uh, looking over a cart full of, uh, you know, all manner of of small objets d'art. And he reaches over to a flower seller's cart and plucks a single rose and offers it to her. Quick point of clarity. Caspian is uh, same rank and file as I am. Yes, Caspian is also a Bravo of the house. There's no real, what's the word, uh, hierarchy among the Bravos of the house. You're all duelists and champions, right? Okay. I think I push through. I, I grab Caspian and I throw him on the ground. Oh my god! And there's like a a small shriek from the uh, from the, the the assembled onlookers, and Julia, like Juliana, she she wheels around, not sure like who's assaulting. And I mean, we're talking about like a city that has kind of been at well on the cusp of war, right, for a minute now. And so she thinks like maybe this is it, and fear on her face, and it doesn't go away when she sees who it is. I think. Aurelia already has a blade to Caspian's throat. Uh, she looks at Juliana meaningfully. You tell me to stand down right now, and you'll never have to talk to me again. Wow. Um, make me a fortune roll. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> Just roll one, one six-sided die. Mm-hmm. I'm so nervous. Five. I don't think she says anything. I think that um, it's Caspian moving. Like, you have the blade to his throat and everything, mm-hmm. but he ends up getting, like, a knee up under you and, like, throws you off of him and, like, kind of up and over his head, and he comes up steel in hand. Uh, broad-bladed dagger in one hand uh, and, you know, rapier in the other. And, uh, like, I don't think, like, he, do you think you and Caspian know each other? I think we're friends. You think you're friends? <laughs> like, outside of this, I think we're friends. Like, uh, Aurelia's an extroverted person. She makes friends with the people that are around her relatively easy. Like, th- you have to be able to do that in order to gain any s- level of standing in these houses, I feel. Makes, At least in House Natalia. So I think that I think that he, like, he holds his, his you know, weapons out, like, clear that, like, he's he's armed. Like, he sees you coming now. And he leans in and he says, this is not the place to do this. Do not be gauche. We can be anything but gauche. Caspian, listen to me. I'm giving you a chance to go home. I am out serving at the will of the lady. And he turns. Very well. He turns and, and Juliana, you know, locks eyes with him for a second and then looks over at you and then turns her gaze back to him. I'm thinking. I don't know what it means. If the only way that you will be satisfied is with blood, there is a time and a place for that. It is not while we are executing our duties. I think Aurelia sheaths her sword. And, you know, as soon as your hand starts moving toward, toward your scabbard, like, his do too. He puts them away and he shows you empty hands. Meanwhile, there's like a circle of people around you. And, like, somebody out there is like, blood! <laughs> <laughs> Shut I think- up, Gregorio! 
fight, 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 fight. <laughs> um, Aurelia is going to look directly at Juliana as she says this to Caspian. I'm not going to fight you because you're going to get hurt enough as it is. I think there's confusion on his face for just a second. And then he nods like, you know, okay, that's weird, but I, I appreciate that you're saying it. And Juliana is glaring. I think you underestimate our lady's ability to strike back. She's a viper, Caspian. That's just the truth. I think Aurelia turns around and pushes into the crowd. Blood! No? <laughs> Dude, wrong movie! <laughs> Gregorio, please! <laughs> Alright, so you, you walk away. Um... I was. I wish I was there to pry into Juliana's hey, mind. Guess what, bud? <laughs> you are now. <laughs> right, I'm there. You said I'm something first. It. You're there. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. No, like nosy, nosy little sister is a present and accounted for. I think that like uh-huh. Lucy just, so- <laughs> <laughs> Lucy just <laughs> sort of. She probably was the one yelling blood, but. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> she wasn't, but uh, she she kind of materializes kind of on the on the outside, just out of out of uh, Juliana's um, field of vision because Juliana would recognize her. I don't think that Juliana and her have that kind of relationship because uh, I think we've, we've established Lucy's um, mostly there because her sister's there um, and because her bestie's there, and that's um, she's very much there for them, but she's along for the ride. So I think that yeah. So I don't think that she would easily see her but maybe if she looked directly at her she'd be like oh wait a minute Mm -hmm. right so she's staying out of her field of vision and i'm going to pry while this whole thing is happening while the daggers that i like eyeball daggers are happening i want to know what's going on so that's what i'm doing get out of my head charles (laughs) (laughs) my helmet charles no (laughs) i'm at her controlled right now yep and i'm not doing anything extra right now so i'm gonna go with standard mm-hmm. let's see what happens no bonus die there you go all right okay, we're good okay Six. well again we are we're just gonna go ahead and keep rolling sixes i guess um <laughs> till it matters <laughs> till it matters that's right get all those out of the way so that when we when we advance to the errand that's when uh, that's when it all goes bad okay so with this prying what are they thinking of right now right is your question yes what okay. is going through their head as this is unfolding okay so I think uh, Caspian is confused, like out of his depth. Um, not sure what is just going on. Uh, like he, he just got assaulted by a Bravo of the house while he's wearing colors and like executing the the duties of the house. He's like, that was unprofessional. Um, <laughs> the fuck, bro? <laughs> like he's, he's got he's got no no romantic intentions toward uh, toward Juliana, but Juliana has romantic intentions toward him. <gasps> What is Juliana thinking though right now? Is there like is there any is she is she torn or is there any conflict? Is it because like coming from the perspective of a girl, like when you're in that situation, you want something. You yeah. want them to prove they're something yep. to you, or like, or you want them to fucking go die. Like yeah. that's you want something. What does she want? She <laughs> wants. From Aurelia? This is a good question. Um, no. She wants Aurelia to learn how to act with decorum. Oh. Oh, no, Aurelia is going to have to get somebody new. This is this is bad. She wants she wants Aurelia to be a bravo. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to be romantic and courtly, you need to be romantic and courtly. Aurelia is a loose cannon. 
God damn it, you get results. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I do have to add some flavor here. Please. I think I think Juliana I'm not sorry. Okay, hang on. So I I think Juliana secretly likes that Aurelia is a loose cannon, but mm-hmm. she recognizes how not acting with decorum is not a good partner trait. <laughs> right. You she's attracted to the fact that you are a loose cannon, but she knows for a fact that there can never be a moment where I she I just do what I want. Yeah, exactly. And she can't do that. And nope. that's pretty cool to her. <laughs> yep. So that's that's what you get. That is horrible. I'm having so many conflicting feelings right now because first of all, like that's not I feel like that's okay, that's information Lucy can't really even act on. Well, first of all, because Aurelia would probably be pissed if she was there and eavesdropping. But second of all, like, I would walk up to Aurelia and go, you know, you should just stop being you and You then- also you also are a little surprised that like I mean, Aurelia never shared this with you, right? Like, right. That there was this relationship. Yep. So you just got hammered with, oh, oh no. Oh my god, you're right. I'm sitting here with, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here with gamer inter- information and I have to, I totally forgot. Like, <laughs> Lucy's like, wait, what? I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. This is so much. Sorry, what? Hey, I'm just getting just... up to speed here. Uh... <laughs> so I've got some notes. Um, oh, oh my. And remember, it's really important that Aurelia have that Di Battaglia in her name. Maybe this is why. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I just clutched my heart. <laughs> hey, I have a quick question for Lucy. So when either of us are, were upset growing up, and I mean like ugly cry upset, where did we go to hide and have feelings about it? Oh, um, that's, that's interesting. I feel like maybe because we're kind of upper middle class, like very upper middle class, probably lower, actually lower no, nobility, right? Um, Minor I, aristocracy. I, I think we have kind of access to parts of the city that maybe other folks don't have. So I'm thinking that maybe in the vine, there's those kind of like, you know, mm. treachery gardens, basically, like small uh, secluded gardens and terraced gardens and whatnot. And there's like one in particular that's kind of so rarely visited that even in the vine, which is really upscale, it's kind of fallen into disrepair. There's like a little overgrown thicket, maybe. Yeah, like a little secret garden type situation. I was totally going to say that, that it's the poisoner's garden, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it probably is the poisoner's <laughs> garden because, you know, we're in a civilized time now or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where Aurelia goes. Toward that overgrown thicket in the vine where, you know, you're just surrounded by beauty and away from whatever it is that's making you feel terrible yep awesome Mm -hmm. i love that you tell us a little little shot of what we're seeing here on camera as we are watching you with your feelings yeah i i think like it's a place where children used to hide right so it's small you kind of have to get on all fours if you're an adult to get in there at all um it opens up after you get past like little narrow opening i think aurelia She's, like, trying to hold it together. She crawls through the space, like, vines and stuff kind of snag onto her gambeson and and some of the fabric parts that are peeking through her armor. And then she very slowly, methodically starts to unburden herself of her armor, whatever decorative or practical item she has on her, um, be it, like, 
gauntlets, uh, you know, a chest plate of some kind, if mm. there's something uh, protecting her shins, it, all of that stuff, and kind of sets it aside, curls up into a ball, wraps her arms around her knees, and starts crying. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. I don't want to be a Bravo anymore. This is bullshit. <laughs> my girlfriend hurt my feelings. Sure. She's probably my ex-girlfriend now. <laughs> oh, man. No, she's still Paramore. Uh, I think we are losing losing a tick of heat, though. So I'm I'm dropping dropping your heat down to three, where it's back down to, you know, you're infatuated. Yeah. Okay. I think... I think heartbroken is is now like I feel like it's escalated to a level two heartbreak. Do you think? I I agree. Okay, so go ahead and, and remove it from level one, and you're gonna take social harm. I, level two heartbreak. I think I, I think I just kind of want to do like a a kind of snap snapshot of like like Lucy kind of like hunting her down because she knows where she's gonna go right. Um, so I think that it's kind of a scene yeah. where, like, Lucy just kind of, like, is, is um, like, she's in her fine gown and everything, trying to look like a normal person, very mm. expensive and whatnot, but it doesn't matter. She gets down and she lays down with her and just kind of curls around her. Aww. And we're just going to have a moment and she's going to let her cry it out. That's awesome. And, and I, then- I think Aurelia, I think the moment where we get the snapshot is when Aurelia, like, allows herself to be hugged and puts her head on her little sister's shoulder. We're just going to have a quick moment to cry it out. Um, awesome. So, but yeah, no, I think that um, if if it's at all possible to help Aurelia resist that. Are you um, resisting on Aurelia's behalf? I want to resist on her behalf by trying Ooh. to comfort her and maybe is it in the easiest way possible let her know that she's really nosy and knows what's going on and how... <laughs> Aurelia can fix it if she wants to. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> it's a very delicate it's community wisdom. So this it's this feels almost wisdom. like it's very delicate. This almost feels like it might be a spirit resist. It is precision. Yeah, I'm gonna resist with spirit. Okay. Here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey sis, you know how I can't keep my nose on anything. Yeah. You know how I have no respect for anyone's privacy. I'm just a brain yeah. It's not my fault. It's not. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna resist. Let's see how badly this goes for me. Oh, oh, oh it's perfect. Yeah, no, oh. no stress, no stress at all. Um, as it's you like get this out. It's, I'm surgical in how I know how to navigate Aurelia's feelings without getting punched in the face. Yeah, it's like little sister sense. <laughs> <laughs> My sister sense. If you is get tinkly. punched in the face, it's by choice. <laughs> That's right. How how do you take this news? Because you you are not going to take level two harm heartbreak. It is going to remain a level one harm because your sister is helping you through this. Hmm. I'm I'm at a I'm at a crossroads where I'm trying to figure out if Aurelia is going to be okay with this or not be okay with this. You know what I mean? Like I can imagine her being like incredibly mad after she calms down about the breakup, being really mad at the invasiveness. Um, I'm also, though, really curious. My, my personal curiosity, I can't be the only one. I want to know if, like, Aurelia hears, like, there's a, like, what it is that, um, that Chicky Boo wants. And if, if she feels, um, like, renewed and empowered to like fix things or if she's like no that's too much i don't want to change that's irreconcilable i'm really curious did you just refer to 
her grace. Her grace Juliana is really as Chicky Boo. As Chicky Boo. Chicky Boo. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I know for a fact Aurelia is going to be resistant to change. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that is because she feels Juliana should accept her for who she is, or if she's being stubborn and digging her heels in. I I get the feeling that at some point, because Aurelia knows herself, she knows how she is. Uh, it was a little bit of a shock that Juliana was interested in her in the first place. She welcomed the attention, but in the back of her mind, there was a little voice going, really? And mm. I think at some point during the course of their relationship early on, they had a conversation, thinly veiled, that went to the tune of, are you sure you're into me? And Juliana is like, yeah, I 100% am. This is evidence contrary to that conversation. So I think what Aurelia is dealing with is reconciling those two pieces of information. Does that make sense? Does that track? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Aurelia is coming coming to the realization that Juliana's feelings for her are complicated. Yes. Yeah. Your feelings mm-hmm. for her are complicated too, though, right? She is having to use two brain cells right now, and oh. it's a lot. Oh. Oh, oh, honey. <laughs> and one of them is not punch. <laughs> one of them is not, it cannot be punched. That uh, brain cell oh, no. needs to retire for the moment. <laughs> oh, I she can't, can't use punch, the punch my brain way out cell. of this one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So, Aurelia. She's struggling. <laughs> I, I think that's the, the spidey senses are definitely tingling here. Um, so, so, like, before things can escalate into how much trouble Lucy knows she's in, she's going to be like, we really have to get back to work. I, I 100% agree, because I think it, it like, Aurelia struggles for, like, a good 20, 30 minutes on this. Um, <laughs> and then both of them, like, I think Lucy realizes first, like, uh, we might doing something. <laughs> I came to come get you because we need to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Aurelia welcomes the distraction of do you do you want something to punch that deserves to be punched? I because have I've so got, many punchable we got faces that. for you. Yeah, we I, just I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we, let's just get on our big wheels and just go. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> Aurelia like dashes uh, at her eyes and is just like, yeah, okay, let's. Can you help me with like my pauldrons and shit? <laughs> oh, shit, oh, takes a long time. It takes a long time. I need some help. <laughs> just see. I'm fine. I think I can hold it together until we're done punching things. I don't think it's not likes me anymore. <laughs> also, like, Caspian's like a really good friend, so I might have ruined that. It's fine. We're just not going to think about it. Oh, honey. <laughs> Alessa, what is the what is the audience with the prince like? I think, like, when you lay this lay this out, like, are you? Oh my god. Okay, so well, first of all, I have to think about. I think that Alessa has met Prince Batalia like directly, mm-hmm. like once. Sure. Before this, when you were sworn I think in, that- right? Yeah, yeah, she was, like, presented by her father, resentfully, (laughs) when she was, when she was, you know, admitted to this coterie, and, like, that was pretty much it. (laughs) And Alyssa has kind of liked it that way. Mm -hmm. She, she likes her position in the house. She, as she told Ren, she likes the, the comfort and the stability and the money Mm -hmm. (laughs) of her position. It does spend. Yeah. 
But like, you know, she doesn't, she's not at a place in her life yet where she wants to be exactly up at that level where she's having to interact with the prince on the regular. Mm. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> so fair. So she's a little nervous going into this conversation, <laughs> especially since it went from, yeah, the four of us are going to go together. And then they just all peeled Wait, off Anana's, and left you. Anana's gone. <laughs> Aurelia, where are you? Wait, Lucy, where are you? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess it's just me now. So the Kuth the, the is, is coming up onto the carpet, looking at uh, the mm-hmm. Prince of Battalia holding court here. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think the Prince usually holds, like, court. I think usually, like... He's got like a cabinet and things like that where he distributes his um like his his marching orders for the day or the week or the season or whatever. Yeah. I think that like when he comes in, he's I think he's got regalia, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that it's more of just like meeting in his like you you get an appointment in his office or in the war room. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Depending I mean, on what his schedule is look, like. The Battalia have a war room that's not to be missed. So let's uh <laughs> let's let's talk about the war room. Like it looks like a yeah. like a barracks, but it's got a like a sand map that's been ensorcelled to like Ooh, show the city. Yeah. yeah. And so like all the towers and all the spires and every little individual house and as they are like you can see one being constructed down on uh, on the gilt, like a new shop that is being constructed, being constructed in real time out of this ensorcelled sand. And I think that like Batalia, he's got a he's got a mask and it's almost like a um like a tower. Like it starts at the at the bottom, um almost like a like a chevron or a shield. And then as it crawls mm-hmm. up, it's got the crenellations that kind of come up over over his forehead, but it turns into almost like a horse's mane that goes back over his head as well. Mm-hmm. Just marks and campaign ribbons and things like that as he turns this full face mask to uh, to regard you. Do you think he knows your name? I think so. I feel like he's the sort who knows the name of like once you get above a certain level, he makes a point to know everybody, especially Nico's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, you know, Nico Cavalcante is a pretty highly placed individual. So yeah, he knows all of the Cavalcante children. Alessa Cavalcante. My prince. You said this was urgent. Yes. What is it I can do for you? Uh, And I think Alessa's just going to lay it out. Like, no embellishment. No, like, trying to, to soft pedal it. No, I know this sounds crazy, but just, you know, kind of uh, putting it in the context of what has happened, you know, with the welcome ball and and everything. But it's just like, here's what we got. <laughs> and here's what's happening. I think that she will kind of, you know, she'll include sort of the, the recommendations of the different parts of the coterie of like, you know, Aurelia di Battaglia thinks that we should alert the rest of, you know, the princes. Open warfare, of course. Yeah, mm. I think that keeping the keeping Brizzolato in place will maintain stability in the twist. The peacemaker. And Anna thinks that we should uh, let the two of them wipe each other out. Ah, yes. The curse. What could be expected? Let the animals destroy themselves. But we were all in agreement that this was... Not a decision that should be made lightly. And so we brought it to you for guidance. Well, that I do appreciate because you are my hands, my eyes, and my ears in this city. This is why we prize you so. I believe that 
moving forward in this city shouldn't come on a tide of blood. We are the sword and shield of Ilri, and we defend the people. There are some who would say that uh, that sword and shield should be left above the mantle and laid to rust. But we can't do that, can we, Alessa? No. So what do you think we should do? As I've said, sir, I think that the best way to maintain peace and stability would be to preserve things as they are, eliminate this Prince of Tatters as a threat, keep Pretzelato in his place, maybe weakened a bit, but otherwise, I think that's the best way to avoid open warfare, be it gangs in the twist or something worse. Your mother still lives in the ground, doesn't she? She does. I think you'd better go save it. Thank you, sir. My door is always open. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. And she will bow and exit. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side of the door. (laughs) I think Anana comes around the corner like she was just patrolling. (laughs) (laughs) Says, so how did it go? Uh, Fine. I don't know why I'm always so nervous to meet with him. He does have a regal air about him. What are our orders? Uh, keep things stable. Uh, I think we keep, we keep Brizolato alive, get rid of the Prince of Tatters, and prevent open warfare. Inanna will nod. So he has left it to your judgment, then. Interesting. I think that that hadn't quite, like, sunk in for Alessa that that is exactly what just happened. Mm. And she sort of, like, blinks. It's like, oh, Guess so. I think Anana allows herself to smile just a bit. Moving up in the world, it seems. I guess, yeah. I was just about to tell you that you don't have to be someone who continually hitches their cart to someone else. But I think you'll get there. Lisa just sort of shoots Anana aside, looks like, I told you all to stay by the bar. I didn't ask Luciana to do that. She acts on her own. Yes, but you all moved close enough to hear what I was saying together as a group. <laughs> she she outright smirks. I just wanted to keep you safe. I appreciate that. Where do you want to end up after this? What, you mean after this particular incident, or? Both. I I don't really know. I haven't actually thought about it that much. I... My father has specific plans for his legitimate children. I am not factored into those. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coterie was sort of a way of uh, dealing with me. <laughs> One thing I've learned in many centuries is that the value of blood that these houses prize so highly can al- cannot always keep down those who seek greatness. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite sure... What I want yet, but I think I think I've got a much better opportunity to figure it out being here. I agree, and I believe how you resolve the situation in the twist will give you a great deal of insight into the leader you want to be. I think, uh, yeah, she sort of like <laughs> probably not visible with the mask, but is like you know fidgeting with her hair, like she's blushing. It's like, uh, well, that's um. It's nice to know you think so highly of me, Inanna. (laughs) She shrugs. Let's just say I have served people like you before, and I wish the best for them. Thanks. 
I uh, hope I can live up to that. That's pretty, uh, pretty high stakes. I suppose, but you seem to do it quite naturally. <sighs> I should probably go uh, track down the other two. Um, yes, I suppose so. Hopefully Aurelia has not cr- collapsed a building. Smoke in the distance. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I was in the war room, I didn't see anything suddenly fall down, so I think we're okay, but yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> so are we going back to the postern, or is there somewhere else you guys um, meet up when, when you have, have your ideas? I guess postern time. Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. back to the postern. So like, Keys sees you coming in for the second time today, and he's like, oh. Busy. I think I should be worried. Extra (laughs) Stop asking questions. (laughs) Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) It's it's fine. It's just a lot happening. Uh, All right. How long do we have till the meeting? You're gonna. It's gonna be at noon tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. it's basically. It was like four o'clock. You know, just a couple minutes ago. (laughs) Not at all. Okay. So do we have any idea what we want to do with this uh with this this meeting that's going down in the twist tomorrow? What what did the prince ask us to do? <sighs> the uh Prince Batalia has asked us to maintain stability in the twist, so keep Ritzelato alive, take out the Prince of Tatters if we can. This is assault all the way down. Like at the end of the day, we're probably gonna throw bows because we have to make sure that Ritzelato wins. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it seems like we are acting as Brizolato's entourage. Yes, I think we're going to need to make uh, contact with Brizolato, let him know what's happening, and uh, yeah. All right. Oh, that's a good point. We could be dirty little social climbers and make it a social engagement because we're trying to strengthen ties with Brizolato. Yeah, basically, Prince Battaglia just gave Brizolato the thumbs up, and you know that's almost like mm-hmm. legitimacy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, let's not put it. Let's. We don't need to go that That's far. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Alessa, as the person who's had the most direct interaction with the Britolatos, I don't know if I want to give him it. Well, keeps let's his hands not, clean, though. Let's. <laughs> let's. Let's not. Mm. Fair enough. So, I think if you guys want, we can we can just go to we can go to the the cherub right or the cherubim right now, and yeah. uh, if we want to, we can. I mean, your social connection is that. You know, you are legitimate. Like you go into the place, and you can probably get at an audience with the man. Yeah, be like, "Hi, we outrank everyone yeah, exactly. here." <laughs> Hi, look, uh, let's play a fun game called One Two Three Mask. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Hi, we're more important than you. <laughs> Let us into your office. We're all rarefied and perfumed. Um, okay. Are we allowed in? Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> Check our names. Yeah. They're on the list. Yeah, it should be Always. under B for Batalia. Um, <laughs> okay. So that being the case, uh, who wants to roll engagement? I think you guys have right now two dice unless I can endanger or rope in Juliana to, to make more heartache. Plus a die because we are acting on information that we gained through Prime. That's four. Mm-hmm. Crew, okay, let's go. Look at... I'm gonna look at our uh, our sheet real quick just to see if we got anything else. <laughs> we need all of the dice. What can we do to get seven? That would be tricky. Be fun though. Uh, I don't don't think don't think we got anything else from our Batalia sheet. Oh, are we are we endangering Juliana as per usual? Mm. Uh, Juliana's 
Are she's we safe and out of here? Isn't she? Yeah, I don't think I don't yeah. think there's there's technically a way that I can really rope her in. I don't think she'd be seen down here. Yeah, that's fair. So I think that's three dice total. Who wants mm-hmm. to roll it? Uh, Pud, you roll engagement. I have it for you. <laughs> oh God, uh, no pressure. D- I don't know how to do that. Just roll three d six. Just roll three d six. Okay. Ooh, okay, let's read these runes here. I got a six, a three, and a one. Six, that means we're going to start in a controlled position. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, What's our load, question mark? That's a very good question. Are we going discreet? Oh, we're going loaded. Oh, we're going loaded. We're going loaded. Oh, we're fully loaded. I just want to say that fully loaded on Lucy probably still looks discreet because mm-hmm. she's got like shit hidden in her ridiculous wig and she's got all these discreet like arcane little small things. <laughs> yeah, I think Aless is also going fully loaded cuz we're we're expecting to we're expecting to throw down. Yeah, like I think everybody in the in the Cherubim right now is. Like when you when you approach the doorman uh, of the Cherubim, this this massive like gilt and colonnade um casino that Apollo holds court in. Um, I think everybody in here looks like an acre of bad news. Like you, you see people like wearing, you know, chest plates and pauldrons. And there are people who've got like muskets on their back and like the, the sawn off like alley sweeper pieces. And like, it's, um, it's like they are a small occupying army inside this casino. (laughs) Business has like shuttered for the day, but they're still behind the bar. Ren is serving drinks and like. I think that uh, you guys, you, you get in the front door. Like, that's that's no question. You're in a controlled position here. But like, do you do you say that you have something urgent to, to say to Apollo Brizzolato? Or, like, are you expected? Like, I think that's the question. Those are the kind of questions that you're getting here. Because you look like another gang. We're wearing the colors. Are you we? wearing the colors? Oh, yeah. Um, or, or, oh, hmm. or are we discreet? I, I will defer to the militant types as to whether or not we are covert. Uh, Inanna's not being covert. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think I think Alessa is probably going to advocate for not wearing the colors mm. because that is going to lend more credence to Apollo Brizzolato than she's necessarily comfortable with. She uh, doesn't necessarily want to have House Batalia throw throw their weight behind. The crime lord. I'll throw a cloak on over. It's fine. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. We don't. We don't want to so, tip our hand that the bigger houses are already involved with this to the Prince of Tatters, right? Right. Because they've done a really good job of keeping mm-hmm. this under wraps. If like no one knew. Yeah, that's fair. So like you, you guys could totally pass yourself off as another twist gang if you really wanted to. But I think that right now we're we're being social, right? This this isn't this isn't necessarily covert. Mm-hmm. So I think when you're when you're brought in, like you don't have any any obvious markings or anything like that. You get a couple of people who are like, "Hey, where are you from? Like what what's your territory?" Can Alessa make that? I think you could probably answer that <laughs> question. <laughs> Ale- yeah, Alessa Alessa knows the area well enough to you know, to 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 give an answer of like, "Oh yeah, we're with so and so's." Yeah, I think so. Like you, you out of character, I don't no, know. No, it's fine. I, I mean, just like, <laughs> but, oh yeah, we're from down down on the Bind Street and everything, or, or you know, on the on the front yeah. side of the canals over there. And yeah, we, we work with Bonto or whatever. Yeah. So like, yeah, uh, you answer questions convincingly as as you kind of are starting to circulate um, through this through this crowd. Uh, how do you make your make your approach toward Apollo? I think like you can see him up in the office above. Like he's got one of those glass fronted offices um, that kind of are out on a spar catwalk 
like this place looks like it was probably started life as a warehouse, but has been like slowly turned into this monument to Apollo's ascent or maybe his ego. Um, so you can see him up there. How do you, how are you approaching to, to get up there and talk to the man? Um, might do. We got flashbacks in this game, right? Absolutely. We yeah. do. All right. Might just do a flashback of, sure. we don't want to advertise publicly that house Batalia is here, but right. like, you know, we could have sent word ahead of time being like, Hey, we're going to pay a visit. House Battalia will be sending people, and oh. when we get there, because you people we expect can't take to be care seen. of yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, that that totally makes sense. That's a, that's a one stress flashback okay. problem. I will. Uh, I, I think again because I'll I'll eat that stress because I think Alessa, just being from this area, would know how to phrase that in a way where that letter would be accepted. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think honestly, like if you're. If you want, I think a one stress flashback here is that you you send it and it gets to him, right? Yeah. I think a two stress flashback here is that you get it to him without anybody that you didn't mean to know knowing. I'll mm. let's do one stress. Let's keep it spicy. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Clock. Okay. Cool. Um. <laughs> That is the sound of a clock being drawn. Um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, Apollo knows that you're coming. Um, and you can easily say, yeah, we were sent for. And be um, kind of brought up the uh, the front area. So, like, clearly they're not they're not going to let you in this place, you know, with uh, with weaponry, with the man himself, right? I think that there are a couple of, um, a couple of goons. We'll, we'll say three <laughs> goons who are uh, kind of holding the door. Um, and, like, they're probably going to... Ask that you surrender weapons. Ooh. Comical scene of. Inanna <laughs> uh, will show her weapon and wrap a quick peace bond around it, but will not hand it over. <laughs> you won't hand it over. No, Inanna does not part with her sword. Period. <laughs> so, how do you manage to get them to accept that, like, you're not surrendering this weapon? Because they're pretty insistent, right? I think, like, as as you're approaching, they're like, "Oh no, you don't understand." With all the things that have been going on, no one gets in the room with the boss with a with a piece. I think Inanna will give them a look like, "Really, you expect us to be in the room with the boss without something?" <laughs> oh, so you're 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 turning this around? Like, look, I'm not going to sit in a room with a gangster. We both know what this is. It's peace bonded. Deal with it. <laughs> So, like, do you think? I think there's a role here. Uh, this, this could, I want to try there, command. One, command, like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, no, I'm that telling you right. what the situation is. You're not telling me what the situation is. <laughs> We've got our orders. Yeah, well, I am your fucking orders. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm giving you smarter ones. <laughs> I got a four. A four? Okay. So, like, with your with your command, like these guys, these guys work for Breeds a lot. Mm-hmm. These guys work for Apollo. Um, they don't work for you, but at this moment, um, as you are, as you are like making it clear that you're going to go ahead and tie, tie your weapon, uh, it's not going to be something that you're going to be able to call to hand immediately. Uh, they, they want some kind of concession and I think that might, yeah, might. And I will keep it visible, not as a threat, but as a, so if I do something, you can see me doing it. (laughs) 
Sure. That makes sense. Aurelia, you're you're visibly armed as well, I'm right? I'm also like dressed to the nines. Like I I came here cruising for a bruisins. I I am a like knight of House Battaglia, for lack of a better term. You are. No, you absolutely My are. there is a code of honor that we follow. My uh I'm bound to that. I, I have sworn oaths, etc. I feel like that carries some level of weight. <laughs> You've got Code Duello, right? Yes, I do. Okay. So, like, in 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 many ways, like, your honor is unimpeachable. And is that what you're telling yeah. them? If I tell you I'm not going to draw a blade on your boss, you should believe me. So, like, these people are challenging your honor here, right? Uh-huh. I, I, I think the conversation goes something like this, right? They're, like, asking for weapons at the door. Uh, Inanna mm-hmm. refuses, they get to me, I also refuse, and they're going to insist, and I think that's when I get bristly. Uh-oh. What does bristly look like? Um, hey, I've had a day, so I feel like there's a lot of weight behind the look of just utter derision, and like, you're an ant to me. I don't have to listen to oh. you. So like, you would wager your honor against mine? Is that- yeah. Is that what you're doing here? Yeah, <laughs> the skills tip so, heavily in my favor, good friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't even you don't even factor. I don't even think about. I don't you. have to like, answer to you at all. Okay, so this, um, I think, uh, what do you? What kind of what kind of action rating do you think you could be doing here? Like, I, I could see this as a sway, and I could see this as a as a command as well. I'm gonna go with sway because I have a pip in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Um, but I, I think, I think this is, oh, I know how this looks. I think they're like, no, really, you need to give us your weapons. I give this, them this look of derision. I put both my hands on whatever surface is between us and lean in very closely and just go, no. I think that's a sway. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. I could see that. Um, I think, I think you're controlled right now because like, I don't, I don't think the, the big risk here isn't that, like, things immediately go bad. I think the risk is that we're escalating, right? So I think I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you controlled standard Alrighty. here. Alrighty. Alessa has already, like, the instant that they were like, hey, hand over your weapons, Alessa was like, oh, yeah, sure, boop, 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 and is watching this all unfold, like, why are you people like this? I bad news. They're <laughs> <laughs> terrible news. Oh, no. I know what this is. I know what happens. The me assaulting someone else in my own house while they're on duty has gotten around. Yeah, I think that like you are I don't know that these people know you immediately like on site or anything uh-huh. like that, but I think Apollo Apollo is um like opening the door behind these guards and like wondering what the hell is going on because it's it's making some sounds because there's some kong chung pong pong as um, as Alessa is divesting herself. Uh, and like, there's the, the sound of, of Inanna, like disagreeing, <laughs> right? No, that, that's not. How, and then, and then another no. And I think Apollo opens the doors, um, and he's, you know, mid fifties. Uh, he's got kind of a receding hairline, but he's got this like platinum blonde hair and it's kind of swept back in a, in a really, really dramatic widow's peak. Right. And he's wearing just a, a silk shirt and you can see that he's got, um, He's got like one pauldron on already, and he's clearly arraying himself for war. Um, he's in the middle of putting his armor on, right? Uh, and he's like, 
No, let him through. You don't know, but these have an unlovely reputation, and I don't love your odds against them. Come on in. I mean, Lucy beams at him, just the biggest, just, like, she just got the biggest compliment (laughs) from, like, the belle of the ball, and she's so important. Yes, unlovely. Here we go. So, we have a reputation. So he turns his back on you and starts walking back into the into the room. Um, you can see he's got a couple of lieutenants in there with him. And uh, it's not a grand war table like, um, you know, is in the Battaglia home. But it is, you know, a small representation of the area immediately surrounding the cherubim, right? And you can see that his lieutenants are pointing at positions, places where they've got people, uh, scouts and watchers and things like that. Um, and they're talking about, they're basically running through the plan one more time before it all goes down, right? He's like, I hope you don't mind. We're having a last minute run through of the, uh, of the plan. No, that's, uh, probably for the best. Well, I hear tell that you've got something that might change the plan. So let's hear it. Yes. Uh, it's not an envoy that's coming. No. Well, what is it? It's the Prince of Tatters. Oh, and he looks over at his lieutenants, and the lieutenants are all, like, confused and puzzled and everything. Well, I'll give him something for his bravery, but I've got every killer for the, you know, next 20 blocks on, on standby. Is he mad? Well, that's the thing. Would you walk into a situation like this? Oh, no. No, I'd have burned him out. So either he's mad, as you say, or... There is something going on with him that you do not know, and he is going to be a lot harder to kill than any of us realize. And I have reason to think that it's going to be a lot more the latter than the former. He looks over to one of his lieutenants and he's like, Butcher, what do we know overall about the the state of, of the Prince of Tatters? And Butcher looks over and like, you know, sucks at his teeth for a second. Well, you know, boss, it's not a lot. (laughs) Don't laugh at me. He looks back and he's like, okay, what do you know? Also not a lot. So you understand how I'm, how I'm doing the best I can with the information that I've got, right? Yes. And that is why we are here to fill in the holes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I like that. I can work with that. You, like I said, you all have a reputation and I respect a reputation. We are here to ensure the stability of the twist in the person of you. Oh, so Batalia has a vested interest. In keeping things stable. Don't take this as anything more than avoiding further bloodshed, Rizzolato. He smiles, and it's it's a shark's smile. Like, it's uh, an apex predator that has, you know, found itself suddenly head and shoulders above the rest of the jungle. Oh no, I wouldn't dare presume that I was getting um, preferential treatment from on high. That would be criminal. It certainly would. So, about my preferential treatment. (laughs) Well, while we're here taking a nice, good look around inside your operation and its defenses and security, what's your plan? So that we know how we can, as my colleague said, fill the gaps. I thought you'd never ask. First is plan plausible deniability. And he lays out the uh, the ambush that he has set for when the envoys um, 
entourage arrives through one of the the less trafficked areas of the twist, right? I've already had the streets cleared, no uh, no collateral damage, you'll be happy to know. Um, we're going to hit them here, here, and here with alley pieces. Uh, I don't foresee that we'll need any other plans, but I've got one here, and he lays out how uh, the you know bar is full to bursting with all of his all of his cronies, um, and he's like, and he'll have to you know um, bargain hat in hand. And then uh, when we drink the toast to our new arrangement, where we split the twist down the middle, uh, that's when we're going to do the poison in the goblet. And then like he's got five ways of killing this guy as he's coming <laughs> in, right? Because there's no kill like overkill, and Apollo didn't didn't get up this high without having five ways of killing everybody you know that he's ever come into contact with. And most of them, I mean, like if you were dealing with with a normal person, like would probably set you at ease. Mm-hmm. It's not setting you at ease, is it? Nope. <laughs> so when he lays out his plan, my question is like, what what do you think that you can add? I notice a distinct lack of accounting for forces beyond Nackery. Yes. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's something of a sore subject. My knack is gone. Vanished. I, I think as he says that, <laughs> there's a like a perceivable like weight that drops over the room. Anybody who has any kind of like connection with with magic suddenly feels like they're kind of underwater. That that feeling of like you've just been sandbag as Luciana casually on cue turns the magic off. And so, like, stumbles a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think aside from Inanna, like they're all blunts in here, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. um, nobody, nobody here like feels feels the magic. But I think something happens that lets you know that something has changed. What is it? That's interesting. I think it's. Is it something on him? Something that he's that that Apollo has that is no longer working the way it should. Oh, does he have a? He's certainly right. He's pretty pretty um, high up in that. He probably has some kind of enchanted bobs and bits, right? Something that would make him more powerful or more... Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay. So he wears a, um, a big heavy bezel ring Ooh. on his right hand and it's got a, um, a like a just vibrant green stone that flickers and turns gray as soon as uh, you turn the magic off and he looks down and you see that it's starting to look like steam is rising off of it. What'd you just do? I don't know if I want to... Um... I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna completely divulge. I, I, I just turn the tide to your favor. You can thank me later. Sorry about your knack. He wasn't very good. I can't imagine that uh, that Apollo is super happy about that. <laughs> um, like you just implied that. Oh yeah, she's I, she's a prima donna and a rock star. Yeah. So at this point, she's just making no, fun like, of everyone. Did you just say like I scragged your? <laughs> I scratched your neck. Like, sorry, dude, he wasn't very good, which got me now. So, I mean, I'm going to go away at the end of the day, but um, I think that, like, social harm Listen, here. He needs to be put in his place a little I, bit. I so. understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he looks over at one of his uh, at one of his lieutenants and then back at you. And, like, one of the lieutenants leaves. Take level three social harm death mark. Death mark? <laughs> oh, oh, good. Yeah, if you. Um, oh, oh no. I should resist that. Hold on. <laughs> no, I should re- I should resist that to a, a lower thing. Okay. Um, wait, but that's actually that's pretty cool. But hold on, no. <laughs> yeah, if I go into the twist later, like I am to be killed. <laughs> that's unfortunate. 
imagine it. You like hanging out in the twist. You like I playing do. with the buskins and stuff, and, right? And quite frankly, I think that Apollo has a cute butt, so I don't want him to want me dead. So. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to resist that with. What is this? I think it's a mind? Maybe. And what am I resisting here? Well, you're resisting the death mark because, right, like, right. he's so pissed off that, like, the implication is that you killed his knack, that he is putting a hit out on you. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I'm not sh- Let's see. Um, I have to think of how you would counter that uh, in this in this situation. I mean, it could be, you know, quick thinking in that, uh, like, I saw it go down. It could be in the, you know, you're just coming off so damn charming that he can't. Like, how are you softening this blow? How are you sparing his feelings, right? Right. You are making him not feel small in this moment, right? Yeah. No, I think I think she's gonna like she's just gonna buff the ego a little bit. Like you know, um, you could do so much better. There's there's just I could put you in touch with much better knacks. Like she thinks she's kind of like she's like I want better for you than that. I did you a favor. Okay. This feels <laughs> maybe like spirit here because that's where sway and consort live. Okay. So go ahead and take a point of stress. Yep. From that five resistance roll. Uh, and we're going to take level two social harm instead. And mm-hmm. that is going to come off with like tailed watched. Ooh. <laughs> That's going to work out really well when I make him my paramour later. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in that moment, like he looks over and like you can see the follow the girl, like uh, <laughs> pass between him and the lieutenant and the lieutenant, um, you know, write something down in a ledger. So as this is going on, like, as the magic turns off and his his ring um, flickers and fades, he's like, "Okay, well, that's that's good. If they come at us with anything uh, not run of the mill, anything that we can't, um, you know, stab or shoot, then that'll that'll keep us safe." That's the plan. Okay. Any other holes that I am uh, I am leaving in our defense plan that anybody can see? I don't think so. Yeah, we'll just. Uh... A lot of it is going to have to be improvised, and fortunately, we are very good at improvising. Thanks for listening. The Coterie of House Battaglia will return in two weeks. In the meantime, check out our other actual play shows on clevercorvids.net, and follow us on Twitter at clever underscore corvids. Court of Blades was GM'd by Sean Drake. Follow him on Twitter at drakeanddice. Alessa Cavalcante was played by Rhee, who also edited and produced the show. Follow her on Twitter at Rhiannon42, and check out her accessibility work at rpgskillcheck.net. Aurelia Fiorelli di Battaglia was played by Palomi Pratap. She's the art director of Descent into Midnight, and you can see more of her work on her website, palomipratap.com, and follow her Twitter at PalomiSP. Inanna was played by Josie. Follow her on Twitter at DragonGirlJosie. And check out her art portfolio at Josie-Art.com. Luciana Fiorelli was played by Navi Drake. Follow her on Twitter at Navi Musing. The opening and closing credits music is Epilogue by D. Yan Ki and is used under a Creative Commons license. Court of Blades is a Forged in the Dark game and is the creation of A Couple of Drakes. More information about the game can be found on their website, acoupleofdrakes.com. I already have both of my level one harm slots filled, so (laughs) that's that's, uh, the energy I'm bringing. (laughs)
I somehow have none. <laughs> Wonderful. I wanted to throw out a little well, bit of social I had, trauma. I, I had the, the, the bruised ribs, and then I have yearning. You have yearning. I yearn. Yearning. 